All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Real Life Podcast, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Welcome to Real Life, everyone. (laughs) What is going on right now? I think that I'm in love with Matthew Kachuk. Are you guys all drunk? So we're not wearing headphones today on the episode because we're all, the four of us, myself, Jay, Wanya, and Bag Milk, are in the same room. Because it's no longer a five-man podcast. Yeah. Is it not? one man podcast. R.I.P. Chris Chalmers. Oh, so we don't need to wear headphones because we're all in the same room. It's like pointless to have headphones on. Is know, it though? But it feels more official. I feel cool when I'm wearing headphones. I feel like I'm doing something. I like, yeah, this sounds better. Know. You always get to wear headphones. You don't get it. You're, you're probably uh, yeah. born wearing headphones. I, I <laughs> Some look, of us feel cool for an hour, twice a week. Built in headphones designed for radio. I just, I wear headphones like 24-7, so any excuse I have to not wear headphones, I take them off. Well, that's what you get for being a Norwegian house DJ. I was at Ikea this weekend. Good Let's get right into it. There is like this weird new thing they have there that's like video audio, so it's like a frame with an LED and it dances to the music, and Ikea built it with Swedish House Mafia. Well, that's cool, well, as that's they should. High-level collabo yeah, in I, Malmo. I thought Swedish House Mafia broke up. They got back together got back because together. of money. Oh. Of course. They had that great song, the send-off song. The great, yeah. Oh, so yeah, yeah. Good. So good. And it's still so good. They could have left it. Together. But they got back together. Yeah. It's okay. Because they'll get like a $2 million offer to go to a, do a festival, right? For like a two-hour set, $2 million. What the fuck? How do you say no to that? Where all I have to do is twist knobs that do nothing and put your hands in the air. Fuck. I was listening to Spit and Chicklets' interview with Nathan McKinnon, and they were talking about like who balls out the biggest for their Stanley Cup party. Oh, yeah. And it was Eric Johnson. 
and he was trying to get Kygo to perform at a Stanley Cup party. And then he wanted a million and a half for two hours. Good or something God. like that. Million and a half. Eric Johnson's like, yeah, I can't spend twenty five percent of my five seasons of Eric Johnson hockey at this rate. Yeah. Well, no, he's still making good. He's making good smoke. Oh, is he still? He's still six million a year. Oh, is he? So okay. Johnson, he's, he's got the Kygo money. Why? It's when like Mariah Carey goes to like a Middle Eastern dictatorship for like eight million dollars yeah. to sing on a stage made of platinum. Imagine we like we don't know. Like the amount of like there's royal been, family shit in the Quatarian yeah, region. Yeah. They get whoever's hot. Have you, has anyone seen that Nick Cage movie where he plays Nick Cage? No, I want to though because you said it's good. Yeah, it's like a similar situation. Like a rich guy wants to hang out with Nick, Nick Cage. Really? And, and, and he and they and whatever. But like Nick says yes to it. For you'll find out why he says yes. And then hilarity ensues. There's a kid, like the richest kid in Dubai, and he has like this crazy shoe collection where all his shoes are in like vacuum sealed containers and shit. And he has a zoo at his house. And he just invites over like, oh, hey, here's Floyd Mayweather. And he's at my zoo and I'm 12 and I have braces and I'm shaking hands with Floyd Mayweather. He's that young? Yeah, man. When he started. Now I think he's more like 17, 18. But his photos are like, hey, here's Paris Hilton, my best friend. And she came over and she sat there and looked at my shark tank. And you're like, how much money is this kid? He's supposedly the yeah, richest kid in Dubai. All, of course. Is he's like, who's in shake? town? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. And it, or it's one of the like high-level royals. But he's the f- most famous kid, and his dad was just like, do whatever you want. So he's like flexing with like wads of cash in front of Lamborghinis and shit. And I was like, Floyd Mayweather doesn't come to your zoo at your house for less than what? Half a million dollars probably? The money team. How much do you think it costs to get Floyd Mayweather to go to your zoo? Your oh, check? my Lord. Oh, my Lord. He's already in Dubai, pretend. Oh, so he's already in Dubai. You're going to tack it onto his schedule mm -hmm. so that one afternoon for four hours, you hang out with Floyd. Four hours. Four million bucks. A million an hour? I guess he's not performing. So, no, a cool one. Floyd, do you hear this? Your answer should be your agent. Can you imagine that? Maybe four million dirhams. I don't know the conversion. That's like five to one. Or was when we were there. Now it's to Canadian. Hmm. There you go. All right. I want to have like it's it's the also the the Hamptons bar mitzvahs where the money comes out because they're like, what's that, son? You want Usher to perform at your bar mitzvah? <laughs> Fuck. All right, and they do, man. <laughs> they do. I can't remember who I was watching. There was a rapper the talking. He's like pretty big, and they're like, how did you ever meet this other pretty big musician? And he was like, oh, I met him at a bar mitzvah because we were both performing on Long Island. And the host is like, you were both performing at a bar mitzvah? And he was like, the bar mitzvah scene is crazy. The money is crazy. Oh, wow. And like, if you have you one. You got to go do like three songs. That's it. And, and you go in like the middle of the dance floor and you have like Drake's yeah. done bar mitzvahs for people. Oh, for sure. He's half Jewish. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, like, but, like he, he should be like go to. Like, but he's imagine how you're scene. that rich that you go to your like Drake to your bar mitzvah. That's empowering. He's like, Aubrey in the uh, bar mitzvah. <laughs> yes, scene. of course. Shalom. I wonder how much of that too is like doing like solid favors for people too. No right? like, money. Well, no, I'm thinking like an executive somewhere is like, hey, it's my kid's bar mitzvah. Like, you come oh, well, perform here, like, I'll give you like, fifty thousand dollars. Oh, and also like I have like four companies. Like we're gonna give you some ad deals. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Suddenly, all connected. suddenly oh, you're sure. the largest owner of an iron ore mine in Kazakhstan. Yeah. Hey, you're indirectly spending the coin needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah gotcha. Um, you were mentioning Qatar or Qatar. Oh, Dubai. Oh, yeah. I don't know what did I say it wrong. It's, we say Qatar, and I believe it's like mm. more Qatar. Is like, it? Yeah, yeah. I I've just been starting to follow Qatar. up on it because I'm going to get fully into the World Cup from right. Canada. Oh, who are you going to cheer for? Canada. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. they made it. I don't know if you're aware. Imagine they won the World Cup. 
Wow. Like, imagine they went Cameroon in 1994 and went to the finals. What a pull by you. You slowly, like, <laughs> Cameroon in, like, the early days of FIFA Unbelievable. was, like, the dominant yes. team. Like, you chose Cameroon. They were, yeah. The trajectory of Wanye going from, like, fuck anything that's not the Oilers <laughs> to slowly being, like, have you guys heard about the latest soccer phenom? <laughs> This is just. He is awesome. I've been reading into that guy, er, yeah. Erling Haaland. Yeah. yeah, he's Norwegian, and he's just on the. He's just gone Nova. Oh, like it wasn't God. happening before. I it it I could, I know it's like, I'm sorry. I'm gonna say it. Like I know Waz is out there. I know like everyone who's a Man U Man City fan just does it because like that's the popular sure, team. The that Yankees. is my belief. Yeah, but Haaland is making me want to be a Man City yeah. fan because I believe in the player. Just it wasn't like, expected. Uh, That's what's neat is yeah. it wasn't... It's like almost like our boy Reed Schaefer, right? Oh in that God. you uh, talk to Liam. WHL uh, Three years here. ago, he wasn't doing anything. Yeah. He was just a good kid. Yeah. And then he just went supernova, then came to camp this year, went back down, and the trajectory oh. is just well, like... Have you heard about that kid on the Canadians, Arbor Jackai? Who, Wi-Fi? Yeah. Wi-Fi. Yeah, you know I know working, Wi-Fi. He was working at Costco last year. What?! Like, not this past oh, summer. I think story. the summer before that, he was like, well, junior career is not going that well. Better get Damn, a job. Wi-Fi. And he started working at Costco. Oh, well, the they offer benefits. Did yeah. you hear about Cassian? Did you see, like, the quote about him fighting Cassian, how he looked at Cassian and basically was just like, it's time to die. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah. And now he, and then, like, he didn't get drafted, didn't have a contract, basically came to camp, like, as an unsigned yeah. rookie and just, like, won his spot Fan on favorite. the Canadians. Love it. And in Montreal, can you, like they get behind players oh, yeah. like that. So especially yeah. with a snazzy name like Wi-Fi, oh, I know it's yeah. one of the best nicknames in years. There's already Wi-Fi jerseys like with his yeah. number yeah. with Wi-Fi. Like, what's his number? Seventy-six. They there should. Make it. Says, I thought it was, but I'm like that's PK. See, I know everything. Well, they didn't retire it, and the Wi-Fi is strong. The Wi-Fi is strong. Very strong. It'd be it'd be a great bit in Montreal if to sign into like the public Bell Center Wi-Fi. Like his last it's, name was the password. It, well, it, yeah, oh, that would be, be that would be great. Be. Speaking of a larger world of sport knowledge, did you see how much money Charles Barkley's getting to be at TNT? Because he had live, yeah, TNT had live breathing down he, their neck. They what they wanted him to go do golf? Yeah, he was Liv, going to. Yeah, Liv offered him like I think Liv offered him like eight million dollars a year. Yeah. And if he did, everything else was off the off table. the table. But he uses a leverage tactic. Smart. Charles is smart. Prince this Charles. is where having like a new entrant into the market is ultimately good for like all boats. Mm-hmm. Well, now all of a sudden the PGA has got a shit ton of money to like up yeah. the purses. And and do yeah. yeah, like what the hell? Like, like why don't they? And whatever. Like, there's the whole political thing of of live, but we'll just talk about kind of like the product of live. Like, the PGA Tour with the Waste Management Open has something special there, mm-hmm. and they just contain it there. And I know, you know, deep down they hate it. Oh yeah. But it's like, the opposite of what they want. You like gotta, John Daly. You gotta lean a bit, uh, you gotta lean into that a bit. Young people don't give a shit about golf, man. They don't. Well, they will if it's fun. Exactly. But they need like John Daly too to have a Hooters deal and well, fun shit to happen. And follow Zyre Golf and stuff. It's all about like the fun party f- lifestyle of golf. Let them like, wear shorts for the love of Jesus. Oh no, okay. those calves would make everyone way too horny. You can't do it. Well, there is that. How do I you remember calf <laughs> Buddy, I saw Laura. Oh I saw God, I'm I am so chalm out on that. Laura Daly at the Dumouriez Open in 1996. Was it Laura Daly? No. Laura Davies. She won Davies. It. Yeah. I remember walking around being like, her calves are bigger than my head. She had, she had, thick, she, big old she calves. She had over 300 yards. She man. could smash it. 
With those oh, calves? I was, I was 15. But I know that because of the pants being gone, I could see shorts. I was young at that term, and, and I was so, like, I had such a crush on Annika Sorenstam. Because mm-hmm. of the I calves. got her autograph like three times. <laughs> yeah, it's just big calves. What's up? On calves. Speaking she of John Daly, back, though. Eh? She stepped back. She stepped back a while ago. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of John Daly, can we buy into this movie where Jonah, da- yes. uh, Jonah Hill plays John Daly? Is this real? You're just hearing He's about directing this? it. Jonah Hill's directing it. And playing and John playing Daly. Jo- and playing oh, John I think Daly. it's amazing. I think the film's going to be amazing, yeah. but can I... I'm, I'm, I'm asking myself, can I buy Jonah Hill being John Daly? Yes. I feel like there's a better person. I don't know who, but yeah. I don't have a solution. But could they write it and direct it too, right? If he, de- well, if he yeah, decides John Daly's threat. story is so amazing, he wants to bring it to oh, life. Oh, it is. I also think that because this is a story where you, you know who John Daly is, so yes. having it be an actor that you also know really well isn't a instead big of like deal. an anonymous guy who really looks like John Daly. Yeah, yeah versus yeah. if it was hey, like I was a huge Francois Francois Pinar fan, and when Matt Damon played him in Invictus, yeah. I bought in. I was fine with it. Yeah. So same thing. Versus if this was like a story you knew nothing about, like a random sports story about the '94 Cameroon team or something like that. <gasps> they were amazing. Was right until the finals. Was a bunch of well-known actors. I feel like you would just associate the actors with it too much because you don't like this being a scenario where you know Jonah Hill is an actor so well, you know John Daly so well. I think it works. I was a huge fan of Scully, the United pilot that landed that plane in the Hudson River <laughs> prior to the movie. Yeah. Like before he saved that plane, I already knew who he Big was. Scully fan. I was following him. You were, you know. you were fly, flying U.S. Airways exclusively. Exactly, yeah. You know how Where's Scully flying? Hey, the Atlanta Red Eye? I'll be there, I used to say. You're like sitting there on your computer. You're like, he landed in time. I knew he'd yeah, I'll get it. Oh, Chicago. Scully. And then when he, wow, you should have seen me the day he landed the boat. I won't say I knew it was going to happen, but I knew it was going to happen. Well, Anyways, when Tom Hanks played him, I was crestfallen. How about while well, speaking with Tom Hanks, I just watched Elvis. And have you seen Elvis? No. He plays Colonel yeah, Tom yeah. Parker. Wasn't he a fat guy though in real life? Tom Parker? Oh yeah. Was he fat in the movie? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. Because yeah. he's really skinny now, Tom Hanks. It's uh well, I learned a lot. I did I, I knew I knew Colonel Tom Parker screwed up Elvis's career. By not allowing him to tour internationally. But, uh, like, I knew yeah. but like to that's to, fuckery. Because like, I think the movie was, flying, the movie so was Elvis from, like, couldn't fly. It was like from his perspective. From the colonels? Yeah. So, oh. anyways, Tom Hanks initially, I'm like, I'm not going to buy this. And then I bought into it. So, maybe I maybe, say this yeah. about Joan Hill. So, I, I go through the same process. Yeah. So, right now, I'm like, eh, I don't see it. I'm going to watch the movie. I'm like, ah, he's John Daly. He's going to have a mullet. He's going to oh. have a dart going. <laughs> he's he's going to have to definitely learn to love the cigarettes. Where did he go when he came he to Edmonton and he was doing his demos and he was hitting balls out of a sleeve of balls? Yeah. Like he would hit a sleeve of balls in a tee. I believe. Yeah. And the like, he'd hit the back ball, and the front ball would still go like two hundred fifty yards and shit. And hitting f- balls through phone books and crazy shit, running he darts, is such a talent. Eating chocolate muffins and running darts—that was what he was doing. Someone told me. I remember who went to it. Yeah, yeah. I hope they bring that in when John Daly came to Edmonton. The I hope that's muffins? like an hour of the movie. Oh yeah, when he came here, that was a. It's just mostly like, about getting to Edmonton, playing yeah. at the Glendale, being in Edmonton, it's and like leaving. Him having lunch at the Glendale, yeah. it's like a twenty minute portion like, of the movie. Just, are you having yeah. a good time? He's like, not really. The end. <laughs> like, wow, what a great movie. Why they focus so much on just that a, part? Just the one snippet of his career, but it was. They it was a story that needed to be told. Ride from like the airport. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Paid yeah. for by Travel Edmonton. <laughs> Come to Edmonton, John Daly did. Ah, episode four hundred twenty-two of the Real Life Podcast, brought to you by DoorDash and Noodle Noodle.
Promo code GAMEDAY25 gets you 25% off and no delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app. Ding dong. Ding dong. And why not use it with a little oodle noodle? It's a game day. You can tell it's a game day because we're jamming this podcast and do 300 other pieces of content. Bag Milk has not said a word in the first 1345. He's just been feverishly typing <laughs> up content the, the whole GDB, time. Posting the GDB, perhaps? Are you trying uh, to transcribe the show live? I did the GDB. I handled two contracts. I scheduled some social posts, and now I'm back on the podcast. Right we now. are in season, folks. Yeah. It is proper mayhem here. I saw on the YouTube chat during ON Every Day that, so, that someone says I looked wore out. Wow. <laughs> That'd be the lighting. And you want to be on video. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> um. I want to update He's this. Not wrong. This was a big part of last podcast was me figuring out if I can make it to Calgary with you guys. So yeah, where are we at? So on the drive home from the office that day, I called my girlfriend and said, Hey, let's go, let's go get some appetizers. Uh oh, that's called buttering up. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we get to the place we're going, sit down. And I was like, so Jay really wants me to go to Calgary. And oh, she just, you know goes, what? I will, I will jump on that grenade. And she goes, so that's why you wanted to go out to eat tonight. Yes. And I was like, Yeah. That's why you have Oodle Noodle gift cards. You so, take me to Oodle Noodle for yeah. this. Then you pulled out bags of food she'd made yesterday and ate it at the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> like, I already asked you. So hurdle number one was her getting the Friday afternoon off work. Yeah. Cleared it. Hurdle number two is me selling the Arkells tickets I have for Edmonton for enough money where I can buy tickets in Calgary. Mm-hmm. That is not going well. I post about them. and you the use only the podcast de- right now. If well, anybody I'm would trying. like to be Yaremchuk's friend... Tickets dropped for the one in Calgary. So initially, I thought I needed 350 bucks. I only need 250 now to get tickets in Calgary. Oh, so now you can drop your Edmonton tickets. I did. I tweeted about it. Oh, well, so that's I'm, a deal now. So the problem, though, is I post about them on Instagram and on Twitter, and then I get DMs, but it's just real-life listeners being like, LOL, this is so fun. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. Isn't that because the Arkells guy is going to jail for four years or something? That's whoa. the, that's the whoa, heavy whoa, guy. Whoa, that whoa. is the heavy guy. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> but from a personal perspective, we love the archives. I slapped Bagmilk. I slapped Bagmilk on the arm, getting ready to say Shit. that. I went, "Watch this." Fuck. We don't have to include that. <laughs> no, no, you can't. But that was funny. Yeah. It's the Headley. The Headley. Yeah, 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 I know. Yeah, I was just Headley, trying to Headley. torpedo your ticket sale yeah. efforts. Um, if you want to go see that guy. <laughs> so the other part of this, though, is on Blue Jays Nation Radio, we quite often have Nick Dyka, who's uh. the bass player for our Kells and also a part-time Blue Jays blogger. Because of course he is. What? So Why not? Me and him have gotten to know each other like somewhat well. We follow <laughs> each other on all our social media platforms. Are you trying to sell him your tickets? No, to his he's concert? already going to the concert. No. He's in the band. But now I keep sitting there being like, oh my God, he's seeing my Instagram story of me trying to offload Terrible tickets. Terrible tickets. Yeah, for a like different trying- concert though. You want to see him in a different location, but I'm not in a shittier building. Post, and you got to make bad. it an event. You got to be like, I will take you out for an appetizer and I will give you my tickets. And it's a thousand dollars a seat. <laughs> I just feel bad because now I'm like, okay, he's watching my stories, yeah. and if I don't now sell, does these he tickets, listen to the podcast? No, he doesn't listen to real. Oh, are you sure? It. I'm I'm ninety nine percent. Put it on sure BJN. If I put the mic to my ear, I can hear him. Um, but now I'm worried that he's seeing my stories, being like, "Yeah, <laughs> piece of shit, your M Chuck trying to get rid of these tickets." So now if I go to the show in Edmonton, I don't want to like text him for him, be like, "Hey man, have a great show tonight," because he'll be like, "Yeah, you're what reluctantly going because you couldn't swing your tickets for a profit, you piece of shit." Be like, oh, it wasn't for a profit. I couldn't get any offers whatsoever. That's how you. So I'm dropping yourself. it to two fifty. If anyone wants floor seats to Arkells, two hundred fifty dollars. Floor seats. Whew. I know. He balls. And this is so. 
you can come to Calgary with us and shoot content because we well, and it's a few things. We got a few <laughs> things. We got to let people know if you are listening to this podcast and you live in Calgary, we are coming down on Saturday. Your M Chuck's going to be there because it's going to be a miracle, and he's going to pull it off. And we're going to come down. We're going to do a Owen everyday versus a barn burner pregame show. Then we're going to drop a place and a time because we're going to have about 20 tickets given to us by ATB Financial to take a bunch of Oilers Nation fans to the game. Yes. Sound good? Mm-hmm. And your arm check will buy everyone who comes with us an appetizer. Mm-hmm. He'll bring them from home. Yeah. Make They'll have stuff. one pocket filled with meatballs and the other filled with sauce. And I if you put it. both your hands together in a cupping motion, you can have a serving of your M. Chuck balls. It's a car casserole. Mm. Delicious. I'd have to be eating while I drive to Calgary next Friday. But anyways, I'm really hoping to make this work because now I'm excited about going to the BOA, but I just got to sell these tickets. So, yeah, that's where we're at on the ticket hunt 2022. Mm. Hashtag ticket watch. <laughs> Hashtag ticket watch. And uh, real life listeners... Keep sending those DMs. Yep. Honestly, like it's just people who respond and are like the laughing face. Did you? Uh, so there's this. I don't, I don't know what this guy is. If he's a streamer or what, but he's got a large following. He's got five million followers on Instagram, and he was doing like I think it was like a Twitch thing or something. He was doing this like live thing where he's calling his Steam. boy Steam. Yeah, yeah, calling his boy Alfonso Davies, but then blast his phone number because Alfonso didn't have his camera on oh, no. and he didn't have his number saved, so showed his full number Ooh. to like ninety five thousand uh-huh. people, and then went oh no <laughs> for like five minutes. Yeah, did not. Play it off well. So, Alfonso so anyways, I'm text number. buddies with Alfonso yeah. Davies. Did you text him? Yeah, he's not responding, but oh, uh, saying, I'm just you waiting. know what picks every 15 minutes ever since. Whoa. Well, if you know a better way to say hi to Alfonso, uh, Alfonso Davies, I'd love to hear it. Why can't they sell his jerseys anymore? You notice this whole no, thing? I, I don't he's mind that. He's saying not to. He's saying don't buy my jersey because Soccer Canada won't give him royalties. Yeah. They, they, it's the whole, it's like an NCAA Soccer thing. Canada man. sucks. But like if I buy myself an Olympic Team Canada jersey of say Connor McDavid would he get money? I don't know the economics, but I, don't I feel think he would. I, I feel like the player should. This is a this is a a, a nil thing through and through. I feel so like he like, should, but I just feel like if you have all these like this is a moment where Canada can like improve its soccer program for a generation. Yeah. If k- kids can't wear a Davies Canada jersey, but he's not doing. I think he's not doing it for himself. He's doing it for his teammates that aren't making that. Bayern Munich money. Sure, 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 sure. Right? Sure. So, like, that's the whole reason. I'm sure soccer kind of sucks. Don't get me wrong. I just think that, like, it's if just, you can't I, get I, Davies jerseys, that's bad news. I Well, I know. So, it should force their hand. Because like, you don't have to pay the player a ton, but it's just a, some kind of tribute. 10%, 15%. And he's like, there, now I fixed it. And 99% of the money goes to Alfonso yeah. Davies. Like, the beauty, like, the hilarious thing about a soccer jersey is they're about five bucks. Yeah. They sell them for 100 Oh, yeah. So, you cut Alfonso and all the other awesome players on our team that, that, that are going to be in Cutter. Get an Erling jersey. Do it. Oh, do well, it. They're good looking. Did, did, Norway, blue. did Norway qualify? For the world? Oh, I just meant get a Man City jersey. Yeah, I know. I, I, I feel like... I don't I, think I, he's going to be at the World Cup. He's a Nordic I god. I don't think I, Norway qualified. Yeah, I don't think they did. You have to make a new World Cup with Norway. Was. The President's Cup of... The Lily Hammer Cup. Yeah. Mm. Anyways, Wallace. so I do, I, I do, I, I, I believe in kind of what he's trying to do. I don't think, I don't think it's out of greed. No, nope. uh, Norway uh, did not qualify. Confirmed. Okay. Well, look at you participating in the podcast. Sergey Brin gave me the answer. He's full of answers. Hmm. Hmm. Anyhow. 
Well, well, that like uh, seems like no better time than literally right now to pause for a nap. Yeah, we'll reset. Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact: you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. All right. Um, do we want to talk hockey? I won't tell you that that was an exciting game because it wasn't. I've blocked it from my memory. It was atrocious. There was one breakaway, I think, the one Campbell stopped. And other than that, there was not a single What's going on with our boy Brett Kulak skates? There is one of two things. Either his personal sharpener needs to be fired or the team sharpener needs to be put under evaluation. Or asked why they hate Brett Kulak. I came up with a business idea the other day kind of uh, related to that. Okay. Okay. So... When I go to beer league hockey, all the guys on my team are always like, like every game, two or three guys are like, fuck, I haven't got my skate sharpening in so long, but you always forget. I didn't get always. my skate sharpened for like six months. Mobile skate sharpening where you just pull up to beer league games and be like, hey guys, I can sharpen your skates in 10 minutes. You guys need to embrace the machines that are at the small town rinks, you know? They, they do a horrible job. Anyways, oh, the big white machine? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They yeah. do a horrible job, like, but they will give you shoes some the boot up, eh? How much does mm-hmm. it cost to get like the NHL teams have just like a little thing on wheels that's a skate sharpener? And have that. You can buy these home skate sharpeners. Mm-hmm. Strutty has one. Swears okay. by it. Uh, and so, yeah, you could just wheel up, charge five, six, seven bucks. And be like, guys, I'll get them done in 10 minutes. I know. Every I know. I would team. do it. Yeah, I would too. I would never go to like a spot again, like a sports trick or whatever to sharpen my skates. And I guarantee you. You, you just have to, to like, spend every night in a beer league ring. Smell it all And only you don't get like, home until like, but only for what? Games go till 11. Your wife is I know, lonely. I'm saying you don't have to do this every night, but like you pick. You do if you want that money. I, I your suppose. neighbor across the street starts to wheel your wife because you're always at the rink. Well, yeah. even for like, this would work, I think, for like minor hockey, like little kids. Like you pull up to a Terwilliger with four rinks going and you just chill there for three hours. I bet you'd make easily five, six, Oh, bucks. you know, at the youth level with the psycho parents, they got to yeah. go to their boy at one of the, you know, professional shops. They're not going to trust your amateur hour skate sharpenings where a beer league guy who doesn't give a shit and you're like, holy mm. cow, maybe you can charge more. Yeah. Stupid 10 tax. bucks. 10, 20, 15. Go yeah. for it. I, I when I do saying. 20 in a pinch, I have an edge right now that if I don't get taken care of soon, I might kill myself. <laughs> like I, I might like, it's like, it's dangerous. Like anytime I put weight on it, it is whoop. 
So needless to say, I'm not taking any hard cuts right now. Yeah. So I really got to go get it sharpened. So if I went to the rink and someone's at 20 bucks, I'll take care of that right now. I'd probably say yes. Some dude just came, knocked on your dressing room door. was like, who needs skate sharpened? 20 bucks a pop. It would it would crush. I'm and then he's you. out in the parking lot well, sniffing crush. them all. <laughs> I got into this for the smell yeah. of skate. <laughs> just for the smell of it. Mm. Uh, the guy, when I went into a shop to get mine sharpened the other day, he was like, hey, man, your steels are getting a little low. You might, I was like, dude, I play beer. Like, it, it literally doesn't matter. I don't give a fuck. I've got, steels. so I had to get new steel because I got a blade broken. And I got the step steel. You know, you got the step blades. They are like oh no, this tall, Jesus. and they're not rockered. Ooh, so they're like flat it, edges. Oh, buddy, it was like, just straight. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was the biggest adjustment of life. Now, if I put rockered skates on, I will fall and break my neck. <laughs> this all came off of boy, the others game was boring. Yep. Well, but we damn near got to it. Uh, well, it was so boring that we're trying. We had to change the subject. I the most exciting thing about the game. connected to Brett Kulak because he is having yes. some epic falls that are leading to some very high danger scoring. But chances. he's the only Oilers defense still who has not been on the ice for a five-on-five goal against this year. I know. I won't say I'm worried about the Oilers start, but I'm not not worried. I called them Dave Tippett esque a week ago, and you all said I was being unreasonable. You were being, being unreasonable a week ago. We're still figuring it out. Good thing is, is Jack is playing good. Yep. And that's important. Our defense was good on Saturday. Our offense didn't show up. St. Louis smothered us. And we couldn't create anything of note, but we didn't really have any gusto. Matinee games, man. Especially at home. Matinee on the road, I think we're okay. When Reed Wilkins tweeted that stat of the Oilers matinees, how many Saturday and Sunday afternoons have you had just smothered? And we play so many at-home matinees this year. It's gross. Smothered. Smothered Brothers. Yeah. The, they play like, the Blues play like the Wild did when Jacques Lemaire was the coach. It's yeah. very boring. There's nothing going on. They but sit the, back. They but try. they have they have offense, but they obviously, yep. like, but we did a good job defending. Like, that's like, well, that's that's a team that's won a Stanley Cup in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. So, so I thought need, the Oilers actually matched up pretty well against them. Yeah. We just, the, we, we, we didn't, we were, we didn't have the step that we normally had. Lost the special teams battle. That was the difference. It was, and, it, and it was a very small battle, too, because, yep. what, we only had one power play, and so did only they. Only one each side. Blues got took care of theirs. Oilers did not. In fact, the Oilers were terrible. Oh, it was so bad. Yeah. We I couldn't make Chris a Russell. pass. Nope. Couldn't make a pass. Well, I think, like, I don't know. Just They look so much for that cross-ice pass to Leon, and mm-hmm. everybody knows it's coming. They need a couple of different pitches. Well, you, you, need, you need another option to throw that off. Because, like, what happened to Nude shooting from the other side? They loved that three for years bit. ago. Yeah. And he would either shoot or if they took away the lane, he'd do the little blind back pass. Yeah. yeah. And he doesn't do it from that spot as much anymore. He does it more on zone entries. Um, but yeah, I think that would be a great way to just get start mixing in some other looks or pull dry settle off that side of the ice for the next three games. Like I get that he scores there so much, but like you need to mix in some different looks there on a more consistent basis. They put Svechnikov, Carolina, on his on like he's left handed on the left side. Yeah. Which I thought was wild. They and they have what's Natchez on the other side, who's also not a, like if you flipped them, they'd both be on their one time side, and neither of them are. I think from watching that game. Yeah, I don't know. It was really frustrating on Saturday. The Oilers play seven more times on a Saturday before two o'clock. Oh, is so it terrible? It's, one, this is the worst schedule. Is this in so that history. they can get Connor onto American TV? Ding ding ding. And I'm fine. I'm all like promoting him, but like it should be. It shouldn't just be just two o'clock matinees in Edmonton. It should yeah. be the Wednesday six p.m. Yes. TNT game. It should or be all the big guns night in Canada. Shoot at 5 out the lights. PM. They do. Place have, will be rocking because it's 
Saturday, Saturday afternoon. Uh, they have three more games as well at five o'clock on wow. Saturdays. So that's fine. Bullshit. And if you count the the one from the other day, eleven of their eighty two games. Quick your M check math. That's like 15 percent of their games. <laughs> Maybe. Your eye almost popped out. Yeah. You're trying to compute that. Squeezing I mean, I think it. I got pretty close. You're more more or less, correct? It's, it's going to be a different game, though, against the Penguins. I think I think this is going to be like I'm a shootout. I'm betting the 13 over. Yeah, I, I would hammer the over. Like, I just... Huh, this is going to be like a 6-5-er, man. Like, it's always... isn't Aren't we, except for when we play in Pittsburgh, isn't it always like a high-scoring affair here? It's been pretty even over the last couple of years based on Gregor's game notes from this morning. Uh, 6-2-1, or there's a 3-3-3 in their last nine. Yes, but they've lo- you, you only won 3-9. You get Prince William vibes off Sidney Crosby, or is that just me? He's always given me Prince William vibes as long as he's been. He like, looks like Prince William? Yeah. And just has like an awkward like oh, way about him where you're like, oh, he knows he's king. If you looked at a photo with him smiling, he's got the big front teeth, yeah. he's got the awkward demeanor of a guy who's never been left alone. Did you... Okay, uh, fine. This is... Just, you one were time I said it on Twitter and one person agreed, so I don't know about that sample size. Did you see the Mark Spector piece today in Sportsnet? Yeah. No, I don't Connor's read. finally coming around to being a leader. Fuck you. No, no, no. It was about website. how he's warming up to... Uh, being a spokesperson. Yeah, being a spokesperson in the game. I actually thought it was a really good piece and like offered some interesting insight into McDavid and how he viewed the media and things like that and how he's kind of starting to, like Spector said, understand that, like, hey, like... It's no fun if I come in dreading your questions and you dread having to ask them to me because you know I'm not going to give you anything. Like, if only you respected NHL players for one second of the day, it'd be going easier. I feel like you're just so confrontational with everybody. I feel like McDavid for a long time was very like, oh, I, I'm not saying He's been shit. doing press since he was nine years old. I know, and that was part of it. He had to get through the that. The Oilers media row is so hostile when the players come out. You're Amtrak. Surely, though, you're the king of the media. You must agree at some level. Whole we are pissy that type of gauntlet you have to run. Puliyarvi being asked if this is the time. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> when they, I think it was Jim told Miko that no one wants him here. Yeah. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Fan base hates you, and Miko's would, like, "Fuck, I could go for Taco Bell right now." Who would want to <laughs> come out here? If, if only you don't need to hurt my feelings. Want Taco Bell? Yeah, cheesy gordita crunch for everybody. Yeah. When you look at other teams, how they market themselves and the interactions between the players and the fans, and the fans and the team mm-hmm. and the media and the players and the whole it is remarkably hostile up here yeah needlessly there, there's a lot of non-hostile interactions you just have to pay, pay 7.99 a month for it i'll pay any amount <laughs> or this plus joke i would pay any amount for non it's 9.99 a month yeah did you see when leon was talking to elliot friedman when he was like smiling and having a good time how yeah. much more like open he was yeah but they were like in paris in the middle of august i'd be in a good mood then too i don't know you going with Leon to Paris in the middle of August? Like, Leon, I just need to get away. No? It's a good idea. Oh, hang on. Yeah, I bet you Paris Leon is amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's full vibe. of bread and wine? Come on. It's probably oh. like Fremont J. <laughs> Do you know that I text you guys? My cousin just signed on to be the Fremont cover band for like the next year. I can't wait. So we're going to go see him. Like in the Archway area? He, they're playing in there? Yeah, like the band that's on Fremont Street. It's a rotation of bands, but his band is going to be one of the cover bands. What do they play? Whatever you want. Really? Mm-hmm. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. I can't wait. Well, speaking of Vegas, our good friends at AMA Travel, our experience partner for all of our nation vacations this year, Check them out for all your travel needs. Mm -hmm. The ones that make this travel, these nation vacations possible. 
We have one spot left on the nation vacation. I haven't checked. Um, one became available. I haven't checked actually if it's gone, but it I still think it's there. sold in the last little bit. Okay. So we got one spot left on the nation vacation. I can assure you, Fremont Street Freakouts, live cover band, Bag Milk's Cousin. Bag Milk Cousin Reunion. What would you ask your cousin to play? If you had, could, of course you get priority. Blink. Oh, yeah. I'm going to make him play some Blink for sure. And you'll give him $200 because that's how Blink no, fans no, no, roll. No, 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 They'll no, pay no. any amount to hear Blink, apparently. I was actually looking at my tickets again. They're up 35% since I bought them. They're not a stock. Wow, that's crazy. This isn't an NFT. That's better America. than the market, man. The yeah, no <laughs> shit. <laughs> Go all in on tickets to Blink. Uh, your Remtrek also promised that whoever takes the last spot on the nation vacation, he will take on a date to Taco Bell Cantina. And yes. they will room together. Potentially. <laughs> I was trying to convince my brother-in-law Maybe. to buy it, actually, but no dice. Room with your Remtrek. This is how you sell your Arkells tickets, too. You get to stay at my house for one night. You also have to house sit for me. Exactly. Well, yeah. It's an experience like an Airbnb. Yeah. Bring a burrito. Flood your basement. How much would someone have to pay to stay in your house while you're not there? Oh, my God. There's a number. Uh, there is. There's a number <laughs> like, for everything. Come on. Yeah, much. Yeah. People will Airbnb their house for like 150, 200 All your time. stuff, though. And they get to sleep know. in your bed. But I'd be nervous about a podcast listener getting in there and like going through all my shit and having. Screaming. Yeah. What are they, they going to find? I don't know. Dylan Holloway isn't the prospect he's leading us to believe. Eh? Holloway equals bad. You have written down a piece <laughs> of paper. Like a big whiteboard. Yeah. He got in there. He saw my secrets. $500? Yeah, 500 Interesting. Would probably do it. Oh, it's an expensive stay, but sure. How you much would you pay to sleep in uh, your m bed? $600? I slept in your m bed. Wow. Wink. Whoa. <laughs> I'll never forget our night in Los Angeles. Tension. We were sending his girlfriend Snapchats at like three in the morning. Okay. Mm-hmm. To right. be fair, that would have been four AM mountain. So mm-hmm. pretty much the next morning. Yep. Not that uh, bad. Amber really really <laughs> is part of these trips, eh? She yeah. She Whether puts up with a lot. Not. She and puts she, up with a lot, yeah. And oh, yeah. she would love to put up with a lot in this Calgary trip too, if I can sell these goddamn Arkell stickers. Well, hustle your buns. I'm trying. That's why I keep bringing them up every eight minutes. Put them on Kajij. You know who else is in a crisis right now? And I'm going to bring it back to hockey because I think it's so funny. Our Canucks fans. Oh, like, oh, oh, my God. I threw on uh, DFO like, hey, the Canucks suck. And everybody went wild. And I was like, okay. And I put another one up. Like, they are in full decade of darkness, emotional crisis. There's mode. some trauma there. They're they accusing everybody. Bro, bro, our Bo Besser or whatever is, like, accusing the fans of being shit. Like, oh. he said his jersey was thrown on the ice. He'll never forget it as long as he's oh, alive. Oh, yeah, Bo Horvat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, he's sorry Bo Horvat. And yeah. he's like, I don't think we get, like, it feels like we can never win exactly, again. Exactly, yeah. They had four oh, sorry, they had Horvat. four jerseys hit the ice the other night. <laughs> we invented that <laughs> like, shit. It's the second week of the season. This is unbelievable. It's like they sent Niels Hoglander down. Yep. Like they are doing anything they can. JT Miller's like, why did I sign? There's talk of whether JT Miller's contract is tradable at this point. He literally just signed at the extension kicks in next year. Bruce there was. But he's good. Bruce there was. You know? It's gone. You're going to fire the coach? Well, he he looks like deer in the headlights when they show him on TV. Oh, man. He doesn't look like a guy with any answers. Oh. Yeah, Bo Horvat. You know what? The, the thing is, like, lady, likelihood here is it's probably going to suck for another week, and then they're going to come out and just be, like, a hot pistol. I don't yeah. see it, but this is how these things work. I'm they're having not a good time talking about, No, they're not. And I'm having a good time busting quads balls about oh, it a little yeah. bit. It's good. Because uh, 
Because he deserves it. Yeah, we've been We want all these other sites to be on fire. We want the teams to be in free fall. Because that, believe it or not, as people who've seen analytics for a long time now, it's not when your team is awesome your site does well. It's when your team is in free fall. It is interesting how the worse the team is, the better the traffic can be. But misery loves company. They do. Just want to hang out and yell about it somewhere. This is why people like make all their headlines on YouTube look very alarming. It's because people click when it's like crisis. It's just basically any news network ever. You ever see that guy on YouTube, Rob Talks Hockey? You ever look into him? Yes. Have you ever gotten in touch with him or anything? I've reached out to him multiple times. Nothing, eh? Nothing. Like the hockey guy. They just don't even answer. Yeah, they don't. They have their own world. They've set up their own kingdom, and they don't want to play around with anyone else. They do a great job at Rob Talks Hockey. Yeah. He really does. Like, he presents the story with the alarming headline, and, like, I watch him. They're very good. 20-minute shows. He's in Alberta, too. <laughs> what the I f- know. It's driving me nuts. Like, Rob Talks Hockey, oh, if you listen, or if anyone knows of him and you think it would be fun to work together, we'd love to talk to you. you got to work with other people, man. You can't just exist on an island. Look at BTS. They all work together. No, they're gonna working together. They're going to be working together. The, yeah. They're going to the military. Yeah. I can't believe the Oilers fans aren't more upset about this. Uh, JT Miller has a quote from this morning about the jersey toss that I find interesting. I don't have a thought. I don't have a thought after the game, and I still don't have one now. If fans want to throw their shit on the ice, that's up to them. I'm not worried about if people want to come to the game, pay all that money, and throw their jerseys on the ice. Go ahead. I got a job to do. They should give those jerseys to kids. Oh, they probably do. I think they probably wear them. Uh, so you think they wear them? Cursed. What do you think the arena staff wear them around? That's what I do. Yeah, like next game, Bo Horvat's wearing that jersey that fell on the ice. Just to keep cost low. Imagine that. Aquilini's like shit. You insist. You take the jersey and insist on wearing it next game with your name still like on the back. Eugene Melnick move. I oh, wonder yeah. if they don't fire Bruce right away there. Bruce, there he went. Bruce, there he goes. Shame. Bold predictions from Frank Saravalli at dailyfaceoff.com before the season has Bruce being the first coach fired. Wow. Who do they bring in now? I mean, this is going to have to be a page one rewrite. Rick Tockett. Uh, Mike Keenan. He's playing, he coaches the Italian yes. team. Yeah, he's got no In the run-up. How hard is Mike Keenan trying coaching the Italian national team in the run-up to the 2020? He is, it, it, no, that, that, that is just, like, he's on a vacation. Like, that is just, like, a pensioner's dream. Like, like does just, he have a clipboard that's just blank, and he just carries it around, and he's like, hey, I got my notes here, guys. Uh, we're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> How do you, that's a good one. How do you mentally wrap your head around, like, all right, at one point, I was coaching for the Stanley Cup. Yeah. And now I coach for the Div 3 IHF. Yeah. Tournament He's just got a stack to. of menus. And He's his, doing, it's his, a lifestyle play. Because he coached a team in China when the KHL expanded into China, yeah, too. Yeah. Right? And that probably was a check. Yeah. You know, there's still a handful of local guys on that team, even though the government was like, don't go there. Yep. Really? Yeah. One of them, uh, I went to school with one of them. The Kunlun Red Star. Kunlun Isn't Red Star. Wayne, wasn't Wayne Gretzky one of their ambassadors? Yeah. That's a check. Yeah, speaking of checks in foreign countries, we were talking about Dubai earlier. Uh, how many? Yeah, we you nailed here? it. Is uh, what's a, is no Reinhardt retired? Oh, there's right? Edmonton. Uh, Parker Fu. Yeah, he is there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Griffin. No, he was. He retired. I think. Oh, uh, Matteo Gennaro, who's Fernando Pisani's uh, secret son nephew. Oh, I went to school with him. Uh, Parker <laughs> Fu, Spencer Fu, they're both there. The brothers. Yeah, I think they're both there. Remember when we wanted Spencer Fu for a hot minute there? Jet Wu. Nope. Jet Wu is the Canucks prospect. Spencer Fu is oh, the Oh, yeah. He was wanted. the Flames prospect. Yeah. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. Remember we were trying to do the nation campaign and like... Yeah, we're, yeah that's yep. right. Photoshopping him into stuff. 
That's right. He's playing. He's (laughs) he's playing the KHL. (laughs) Yeah, he was. Jeez. Your Amtrak, speaking of where the hell did people Jason go? Jason Fram played at the U of A as well. Sorry, that's all. How is Chris Russell just like, that's the end of his career? I it don't get it. It blows my mind, Someone man. should sign him. We miss Chris Russell on the team this year, I think. I would argue that he would be better than Ryan Murray is Ryan right Ryan Murray has been really... Even mm. though Chris Russell wouldn't be nearly as tan. Has anyone noticed? You are obsessed with that tan. <laughs> but yeah, you know what I'm obsessed? I, I, am, I am reverse Gregor in the sense of I'm obsessed with the size of his stick, but not for its length, for its shortness. He's like Phil Helsley, Helsley levels of short stick. Mm-hmm. That screams, I am not a defender. Maybe you should go anti-Pooley and lengthen his stick. Mm-hmm. If Reed Schaefer is scoring like this, emergency call up. I it think is an emergency. Probably he's going to need to come up here and do that up here. His Mike Comrie moment. How big is he? When he was leading the dub in a shortened season, he came in here and just lit the world on fire. <sighs> Can he only come up though in an emergency? Because Comrie signed in junior yeah. to come play. Yeah, that would Schaefer's be, already uh, signed him and sent down. That was so you exciting. Bring Sebastian Basali on emergency recall. Like we would have to be like be playing a in Seattle, and we are three guys short, and Reed has to come play. Again. Ryan Murray, we're gonna need to take a bullet for the team. Literally, we're going to have to shoot you with a bullet. It is rubber. Woodcroft just it may be lethal. <laughs> Seven games played, ten goals for Reed yeah, man. already. He is just as many as Connor Bedard. Yeah, the other wow. Connor who young Connor. It's Reed's league now, buddy. New Connor. Could the Oilers trade Reed Schaefer for the first overall pick in this upcoming draft? We'll have more. How about in the first 10 games, Connor Bedard had 140 shots on net? Is that true? Yes. He was averaging 14 shots per game. Yes. Is that your M check? Get on your computer and bing this. That is outrageous. One sec. I'm going to go count them game <laughs> by game. Yeah. Ask Jeeves if this is true. <laughs> your computer explodes. Like, it's insane, bro. Game he, Connor Bedard, when he talks, has a look in his oh, eye. Dude. Don't you think? Hang on, I'm like hosting. Have you seen the look? Or maybe it was 140 shot attempts, but it's still, that's, I'd look, add that up. Bro. Add Through it, 12 add games, it. he has 76 shots on Okay. Him. So, oh, sorry. He, uh, he, he Sorry, in 10 games, it was, oh, I read the tweet. I'd, I'd buy 140 shots. It shot was 140 attempts. shot attempts, and oh, I, I have to go find it. And, it's, and so many hit. I can't find Anyways, any of the details on Lycos. Wow, you actually did go to Lycos. I'm amazed anything's coming up when you typed in Lycos. I was stunned that there's actually a search engine. Right now, there's a guy who's like, it's happening. And he's looking at the Google Analytics, and there's one guy. You put in a site. search, and he's just got a bunch of filing cabinets. <laughs> yeah. He's got to pull like a... The Dewey Decimal. The 140 Dewey shot attempts. He just Googled it. Yeah, there you see. Duh. When you look at something on Lycos, they just Google it's your it's search back and show you the Google result. Yeah. <laughs> Screenshot of Google results. <laughs> Lycos. It's, it's, it's the personal touch. Yeah. yeah. Real nice. 140 shot attempts and what? How many hit the net or something? 70. Yeah, see, whatever. Maybe he's got to hit the net more. Reed Schaefer would just fucking put those pucks on that. Damn yeah. right, he wouldn't. He looked mm-hmm. good, too. Amen. I laughed so hard when I posted my own joke about how Global had a special on ginger beef. And the first thought, it's like, <laughs> coming up on Global, a special on ginger beef. And it was about like how ginger beef cuisine <laughs> took over Western Canada because Caucasians <laughs> enjoyed it. Right? But my mind was like, oh, Reed Schaefer. <laughs> that nickname is going to stick. Oh, guaranteed. Hundy. It is going to stick all the way through because it is so funny. Best nicknames in quite some time. Because mm-hmm. ginger beef is delicious and, and sticky. When it hit, that's when he took off. Mm-hmm. I think we unlocked something when we gave him the title of ginger beef. He's yeah. playing for something more We're than his himself. Muse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I know for a fact. Fact. He thinks it's funny that we call him Ginger Beef. I was told this oh, in the DMs. Good. By whomst? Somebody who knows him. M. Schaefer. Went to middle school and high school with him. Still knows him today. Middle school. That's what he said. Well, yeah, high school would have been like eight days ago for him. So Says he's a certified beauty. Yeah. And thinks it's funny that we call him Ginger Beef. This guy thinks it's funny or Reed does? Reed Schaefer told this guy directly, I think it's funny that they call me Ginger Beef. Okay. Why'd you say it in that weird voice? Yeah. Cool. No. Why are you talking like you got something <laughs> in your mouth? What is it? <laughs> a bitter beef, take? It? Yeah, That's Ginger Beef. Fettuccine Alfredo. You don't think he likes it your M-Truck or you think you got a better nickname? What's the problem with Ginger Beef? I like the nickname. Why do you keep talking while weird and squinty? I, don't know. I feel like I'm being painted into a corner with something here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so you see a little enthusiasm. Enthusiasm is the engine of the human experience. Maybe Ginger Beef can sell your Arkells tickets. Hey, Reed, if you're in town and you want to go to Arkells, I'll give them to you because I like you. Two twenty-five. I'll drop it from two fifty for Reed Schaefer. Reed Schaefer. Well, you're you're better give everyone the Ginger Beef no, discount. No, 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 no. Well, you just can't you throw that what? out there. If it was a listener of this podcast, I'd do two twenty-five. There you go. Now you're me. talking. What are you make, searching? God, you... I, I'm all you, over You do place. everything but this podcast while we're on this podcast. I do. I flip through Instagram. I do all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sure. I would do it. 225. What? I believe in money, you. But. I believe in listeners of this podcast to buy your Arcals tickets. Yeah. Let's have a real-life, real-life watch party inside the crumbling Estadio Saddle Dome. Mm-hmm. I'll even He's give not you looking a, good I'll even in give the you a Pull off my wine skin. I no. am shocked that Josh gets off the play-by-play voice for the Penguins. Thinks that's one of his favorite arenas to call games in because he likes the vantage point. We had the but play-by-play play but voice of the. Have Penguins. you ever been up there down there? Like no, if I he's not clipped in, he's like yeah. he's dying. People were commenting on all this nation every day. They were like, "Wear a hard hat." If they started tomorrow on a new saddle dome, it's five years out. <laughs> like they have, I bet you it's. Eight years until they have a new stadium. Like it is going to get oh, dire. Yeah, it's well, like such it's bad shape, dire, man. Which is I know. The up part. And they have so many they had more to put years. Netting up because the roof is falling. They're gonna have to play an Airdrie. Oh man, the Max Bell. Well, and now they got their AHL team playing out of there too. And it's like, okay, your arena wasn't even good enough for one professional team. Now it's, you're making it in a second. It's barely AHL quality. I bet you, if you ranked American League ranks, it would be close to the bottom. Wow, I loved. So much when Ryan Pike came up here for the Battle of Alberta and he was in the visiting dressing room that is significantly nicer than the home dressing room at the Saddle Dome. Murray Edwards not doesn't even care. He doesn't care. He wants his forty million from the city. He doesn't care. Well that forty million is probably you mean what, Sir these days. Murray yeah. Edwards? Sir Murray. How much is that arena now versus what it would have oh, been yeah. too? It's probably like what was the other arena? Four hundred? Four or five, yeah. There's probably six fifty now. Yeah, Am I easily, kidding? Yeah. Construction prices went up by 45%. How long did it take from the time shovels were in the ground? It, honestly, it was under years. three years. No, it was quick. It was like it was like almost oh, three years. But buying up the land and stuff. Like oh, yeah, the, the whole yeah, process. Yeah, yeah. But they already have the land. Like, they've got... Don't they have everything locked up? Isn't it just down by, like, where the stampede is, supposedly? Like, yeah. it's going to kind of be on the same shit, isn't it? I think so. I think that they're fighting over the arena costs, not new land acquisition costs. Well, yeah, yeah, get, no, no, they it's, yeah, it's they want the city to pay for yeah. the sidewalks and stuff like that or something like that. I don't know. There's it's like that pet, but it's but it's like forty million bucks, which they just gave to Huberdo. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's a good point. In all hey, this, would you rather have Huberdo or an Arena? Huh? Remember when I asked Gary Bettman about this? That was exciting. Yes, what? that's a flex. I know. What did you say? I said 
Gary, uh, your thoughts on the Calgary Arena situation and the way that's kind of gone cold. And Gary goes, that's an important question. Thanks, Gary. And then what? Calgary's moving back to uh, what do you say? He talked about how, and it was definitely his spin on it, was like, you know, the team could always look for other options. The city Uh, doesn't have other options of an NHL team. Sometimes you go to Seattle to watch a game there. and It's how you put spin on it, your M-check. Oh, that's what they need to do. They need to take like Huberto and Nazem Kadri to Kansas City to, to watch Atlanta. a game or something like that. Bring Seattle t- got a bring team. Bring the Flames back to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's start that. <laughs> that would be amazing. Well, Calgary, if you don't get on your shit, why don't we use our so influence like on Flames Nation to plant that rumor and just three, four years, right? At least, yeah, bare minimum before they get a new barn. Yep. Huberto is not going to stick around for this. Saddle Dome is going to be in shambles yeah. four years from now. Yeah. They've already redone Canadian Olympic Park since the Olympics. But the Saddle Dome hasn't had a coat of paint. <laughs> that ski sh- jump, which gets four people a year riding it, has been redone <laughs> tip to toe. Yeah. And the elevator replaced. They haven't replaced the elevator at the Saddle Dome. I'll make sure to get my tetanus shot for next weekend. Make sure that's up to date. Aren't there like seats missing in the 300 section where you're just sitting on concrete? No. At the Saddle Dome? Are you sure you're in uh, I, I I know I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. Uh, Back in the day, hammered, though. I can't yeah. remember. I can't trust my memories from those days. I can't trust any memories. Man, we need to win that game. There were seats missing, though, back in the day, yeah. wasn't there? Yeah. yeah. Your yeah. Amchak? One of the first times we were there, I could touch the roof. It's the weirdest. <laughs> I like how they have, like, Jumbotron, like, home TVs welded to the roof so you can see shit. And they're like, oh, those TVs are load-bearing. We can't take them down. It yeah. is amazing how high up you are. In the press level. It's a hike to get up there. But yeah. like it's it's the hike, but like the like you are up there. Like they look like aunts. Yeah. Okay. And McDavid's just a Why really are you fast mocking hand. me so much today? You've been mocking my hand motion. You have a dampening field around you today, no, you're check, no, where we like go to hand you. You were looking at me with a face. Yeah, we give you a, co- a conversation with momentum and you go, Oh, well, he was too busy searching or sending a tweet or I have a lot to take care of today. Very stressful. Very custodial today. But do you have time to take care of yourself? Because that's the most important thing. No, that's absolutely right. not. I wow. ate a grilled cheese on my drive here. But that's what you do you for joy. Love that. <laughs> that's your thing. You yeah, love man, it. That's your joie de vivre. You had a fondue the other day on the way into work. <laughs> you had the, all the different things going. It was amazing. <laughs> Fix the sunroof in the nation truck. Did it need to be fixed or was it operator error? Uh, a little bit of both in a way. Okay. And also, I need you to teach me how to work the remote start. Also, what's the passcode on the door? There are certain things. You also need to turn the neon underlights on if you really want to be a boss. I don't think those exist. They exist. I've seen them. I've seen them too. They do exist. If you want to drive the nation truck and you don't want to fast and furious that thing, I suggest you give it back. One, I think it might be illegal to have them on while you actually drive. Whoa, Johnny Law. Oh, geez. This is the guy who has got no hands on the wheel and two hands on food at all times. Certified? Yeah. Basically, just got a feed bag in front of him. Jesus. But no, I think I don't think you're allowed to have underlights on the road. I think that's like a legit thing. Oh my god! Anyways, says who, like the dark sad? sky. Is it? it just observatories on? <laughs> Google is busy. Yeah, we like coast. Are you allowed to have underlights in Edmonton? And it gave us back an ad for a burrito. So I don't think Lycos is working. Mm. The question's ever been asked. Therefore, there's no rule. Your truck, turn those lights on and watch the home. chicks just line up. Oh, every red light, all of a sudden, you're like, what's going on? Why? Are, why is everybody looking at me so happy? Why do I look so? Oh, it's the light. Go up and down Jasper Avenue, bumping jams without light on. If you two are going to Calgary together, <laughs> you taking the Nation Bronco or the Alpha? I wouldn't mind zipping in the Alpha, but it's it's up to 
Yeah, whatever. Alfa Romeo is so good. I know. Mm-hmm. That's why I wanted to. Bring we will it up. drive down at the top open, provided it's not freezing. It was t- today. Was the first morning with frost. Yeah, heated seats, which is why I heated wanted to with the remote start. <laughs> you lousy rich! You don't even feel the outside temperature, do you? <laughs> no. I also learned how to work the car starter today, Tyler. Completely by accident, but I figured Jealous. it out. I wish. I was. I think there's uh, an app. What night was it? I was trying to be sneaky coming home. Oh yeah, Saturday night. So the only time I see Chalmers is at social engagements. His parents' fiftieth wedding anniversary. Unbelievable! We should have just brought the oh, podcast see? gear to that. You went the distance. Crashed it. And I came home trying to be sneaky because Crawford's asleep, mm-hmm. and so I, I have my car keys with me because they are my keys to the house. I did not drive because I had drinks. Um, I'm trying to be sneaky, and I've slow because I because because. But I open the door and it sets hot dog off. And then if hot dog goes off, it wakes up Crawford. And then we got a scenario. So I'm always trying to be sneaky to get in. Well, while I'm trying to be sneaky, I accidentally hit the alarm button on the Bronco. Oh, Oh my God. And then it was like frantic. So I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. So I let it go off for like seven beeps. Oh, no. So then I rush my entry into the house. Hot dog fires up. Oh, no. It was a whole thing. Not quite so sneaky. I'm glad to know that uh, the security system works in the Bronco, though. It's it's nice to know if I push that button when called upon, it will act. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chances are, your Amtrak, if you fumble with your keypad, you'll just turn on the uh, underlight, which is completely silent. I'm going to go <laughs> like look at this. Lyco's had no answers for me, <laughs> by the way. What did it just be like? We're what not a search you, engine? What are you talking about? We're taking your questions and putting them through a terrible search engine called Lycos. Yeah. When did this become a thing it hasn't been a thing for <laughs> nearly 20 years yeah that's i'm surprised there's still a website there uh, okay oh. google tried to sell the idea to lycos once upon a time yes. tyler and lycos was like we're pretty sure we got search locked up <laughs> <laughs> just like blockbuster with netflix and now netflix is making a documentary style movie about the last blockbuster it is so disrespectful is so savage i think it'll be good though that is well, just of course it'll so be good. cold-blooded oh i love it i think it'll be really funny uh, before we wrap things up, got to remind everyone that the FIS Snowboard Big Air World Cup presented by Toyota is coming to Edmonton on December 10th. Tickets are already on sale at Ticketmaster.ca. Explore Edmonton. They bring big things like this to the city. That's their job. Putting Edmonton on the map. Explore Edmonton. I'm excited to see what other possible dates they could get set up for myself and Bagged Milk because mm-hmm. we're going together to Yes, this. we are. I'll pick you up in the Alpha. Ooh, maybe some an appetizer beforehand. If you drive, I'll buy apps. There you go. So Free cheese dip, matzo sticks at Arby's. Oh, we should do Arby's before the FIS <laughs> Snowboard Big Air World Cup presented by Toyota. <laughs> wow, you know what? <laughs> right there is why I know you're a pro because I could spit that you out. crushed it. So, check them out. Yep, I'm excited. It's gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. You know what a nice thing to do is before an event at Commonwealth, if you if you can get in and book a reservation, is going to Tony's. Oh, that pizza's legit. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's because you can like park right there too, and then walk to Commonwealth. I did that for the um, the Canada game against Costa Rica. It was a great idea. I want to get one of the ones from Tony's where you have to order it like two days ahead of time. Yeah, there's a special pizza you have to order two. Yeah, because they have mm-hmm. to like slow cook it. It's like crazy yeah. thick. It's called the what? Brooklyn or something, something like that. Yeah. yeah. What? But I, who's got that kind of time? Two days. Yeah. Who's planning two days out? Not in this economy. <laughs> yeah. I want Remchuk can't get his skate sharpened for six months. Keeps forgetting. So how the hell is he going to remember to call Tony's two days in advance? Mm-hmm. Which is why someone needs to invent a mobile skate sharpening business. And a, yeah. And a faster way to make that pizza. Yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe the two could be one. Or bring back those white machines. 
That just chew your skates up. Who cares? They served a purpose for people in a pinch. Thing is, though, <laughs> who's got change? Nobody. Because you, you have to, you had to hit the, the rink shoes have change machines. I use, but now a lot of vending machines just have tap on them. I know, it was, but can the white box handle that kind of technology? We're have to upgrade the box. Going to need to. It's can you get the coin acceptor to take card? I hope so. Otherwise, oh. this is not going to work. How liberating now is that everything's tap? Like I remember when we when we go to Iceland for airwaves. Like there was their their payment system. They were like Ten everything years was tapped. Yeah. Ten years, it didn't matter. Like, I couldn't believe you it. were in a venue and you wanted to get a beer, and it yeah. looked like it was just a beer tub. Boom, tap. We're just getting to that yeah. now. Like I was just like, this is why you come to Iceland just for the ease of. Commerce. Tim Hortons drive-through now. The one downtown on 109th has like a tap machine on the drive-through window. Oh, so like please pay now. I'm like I wasn't prepared for this, and then you just reach out and beep. do it with your phone now too. It's getting wild. Wow. Who needs a wallet? No, I can just, just stare at a pin pad clip. and pay. I do run a paperclip, yes. And I think oh. it's very efficient. So I need I need a new wallet. Too. I'm running the old man wallet. All you need is a little paperclip. Yeah, I got the Costanza. Yeah, I'm backing you up. You got that? Oh, yeah. Look my other one. Went, look about. at his rig. Oh, dear. Oh, my God. Hey. You yeah, must like, have, like, dude. a sciatic problem sitting on that. I've, well, it's always front pocket, but yes. Oh, well, then you got pocket bulge issues. The good news is that I've got the whole John Ham going on. What's the volume there? Mostly leather. Yeah. This wallet has been with me to a bunch of countries and I've never once lost it because of its bulk. Right. And that's why I feel an attachment to it. You need a chain wallet. Maybe. I could I could go back to that. Yep. I'd probably still have the chain if I look for it. Match it with a studded belt, Tyler. Now chain we're talking. Gang. Call me if you're still running your ATB student MasterCard with no points from 1999. <laughs> they got me walking across quad and they still got me now. I'd like to buy one of those nice wallets. It's got like a, you can track it with your phone and shit, but those are so expensive. They're like 200 bucks for one of those ridge line uh, wallets. Yeah. Isn't Just there also wallets with like a Faraday cage around them so that people can't like walk past you and like yep. airdrop your credit card number? Some fucked up shit they can That's do what now? I got now. Yeah, I got one of those. Really? Yeah, my, my cards are in like this little thing that is like tamper proof. Do our clips do that, Jay? I like to think they do. I like to think this shape this, right here repels right here. Well, all there, attempts. Safe. Oh yeah, safe. See the Clap click it down. The safe. click means it's safe. <laughs> yep. How awful do I look in that new license photo? It looks like you have a mustache. I know. What? I, like I went it. in because I no longer sixteen. No, I well I hadn't gotten a new photo since I think my one of my learners or my original driver's license. So I went in to go change my address and a bunch of stuff. And I think I told the story on the pod, but the lady working was like, "You might need a new license." And I was like, "Oh, why? Like my picture?" Ha ha. She goes, "No, this license says you're five foot six, one hundred and twenty pounds." <laughs> and I was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, that's definitely not me anymore." And then she was like, "We need a new photo. If we're gonna get a new license." Oh, and you're I was like just like wearing one hundred twenty pounds. I haven't shaved in like two weeks, and yeah, yeah. Oh. Now I'm six two, one hundred twenty pounds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to wrap this thing up. Let's wrap it up up. pretty well. All right. Game day tonight. Crosby versus McDavid. Prince William versus McDavid. Lead on that one on this pod. Prince William versus Jeffrey Dahmer. (laughs) Prince William versus Jeffrey Dahmer already. Oh, no. It isn't Jeffrey Dahmer that looks like Connor. It's the actor who plays Jeffrey Dahmer. People who are freaking out. He should lean into that and go as that for Halloween. Like, why not? We've seen him be controversial at Halloween before. God knows. Did you see that they're taking those costumes off the shelves as if the Jeffrey Dahmer is a hard look to put together? Yeah. What? Like, eBay pulled the costume kit off their... Glasses for and sale. A wig and then like a yeah, it's not exactly the most difficult costume put together. Yeah. All right, well, enjoy the game tonight. Everyone should be good. We'll Let's talk. Spoilers, I believe six five. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Real Life Podcast. Don't want to miss any of our nonsense? Hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.